Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. Your Abby, dear Kiki. Desperate housewives. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill advised. This is ill advised. Hey, Biffs. Hello. Hello and welcome. Oh, welcome to Ill Advice. The podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already has. Like your auntie. And not her fuckboy. Yeah. Because I don't know you. Because you ain't my uncle. You ain't my... Uncle. Daddy once removed. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Fuck you. I'll fuck you. <laughs> Imagine. Wouldn't your real uncle be your daddy once removed? semantics is all i have for that i don't think that's even accurate i don't think you can have a daddy removed maybe that's your grandfather actually makes sense yeah like your grandfather or your dad <laughs> <What's removed? laughs> and how you doing beth uh good 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 i have um my oldest sibling and his family came to visit from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a little family bash this past weekend, which that was lovely. Nice. Yes. That sounds nice. Yeah, it was perfect. How was my queenie? Fabulous. She's my queenie. She's fabulous. Excellent. <laughs> That's perfect. How are you? I'm good. I'm in denial that I'm not happy because of my work situation, and that's fine doesn't sound like denial anymore when you say it out loud does it and i think that is the cross for acceptance yes thank you (laughs) i am i am at where i'm at and i'm okay with it amen um and um you know today was just our summer has been very rainy and oh my gosh i'm just feeling what the weather is reflecting today otherwise and i am dressed like leggings (laughs) that's you look great. Thank you. Uh, I told you this earlier, but like I looked at Colin and I was like, do I look like leggings today? And, he, and he's like, what? no. I was like, do I look like I want to be wearing leggings today? He's like, uh, sure. I was like, that's the right answer. <laughs> You're the male leggings. I am the male leggings. I am the leggings. Not what I'm wearing. I am. You the, are. I just wanted to be like, this is athleisure at its I finest. know. Every woman. Here you go, guys. Athleisure at its finest. You better put that away. Uh, put... <laughs> oh, I. <aye, aye. laughs> <laughs> did you just blush? No, did I? <laughs> oh no. No, it's just seventy-two degrees in here. Oh, is that it? Got it. Damn, that's one degree above normal. <laughs> <laughs> Wine. Yes, please. Okay, let's do it. I decided that this week we were going to drink a tarot card. I don't know if they can see this. But Let me see it. It literally looks Ooh, like a tarot card. I like on her. The label. I thought you would. I think this was eleven ninety nine. The brand, the company is the winemaker, the winery company. company. Prophecy. Prophecy. <laughs> Prophecy. Buttery Chardonnay, twenty nineteen, from California. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, it is a tarot card. <laughs> Stop. It's the Empress is on the front. Yes. So I'm wondering if they have different cards on different bottles. Let's check them out. We should. At Prophecy Wines, our inspiration comes from the beauty of the harvest and the possibility of greatness in a glass. 
Our wines are sourced from premier global growing regions individually selected to bear each of the varietal's defining characteristics. Prophecy Chardonnay showcases some of the best of California. The wine's smooth and buttery mouthfeel is balanced by refreshing notes of rich pear, tropical fruit, spiced apple, and creamy vanilla with just a dash of oak. Prophecy Wines. Drink responsibly. Cheers. Cheers. Sounds like it's going to taste good. It better taste good. Smells great. It smells sour. Your face looks oh, sour. Gosh. My jar. Your face looks like it has a Best Buy date. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, my face? Just the face you made after you stuffed the wine. Or this wine has a Best <laughs> no, Buy date. I don't know. It has a touch of oak, so maybe. Oh, you're right. Let's go. Ready? <laughs> I was so happy with it until the oak, oak. slapped me in the fucking dick. <laughs> It's a lot of slapping. It's a lot of slapping. It's a lot of it's slapping. A really loud noise. It's a really Holy large oak. Oak. This is. <laughs> Fuck you. you. I hope you took you long enough. <laughs> it did take me a little bit. It, <laughs> a half a second is a half a second too long. Ah. Uh, um, it's. This is not a dash uh, of oak. This no. is straight up oak. This is like I tapped a tree and this came out <laughs> right uh if i don't think i've ever given well we have to be fair because it's good otherwise people might really like oaky wines if you like oaky you wines like oaky i'm gonna wines. give this a 12 out of five <laughs> yeah I was gonna say if you like oaky wines this is actually really good and i don't mind oaky wines but i think that this like it says a, a splash of oak and i really just taste oak okay the second taste wasn't so bad all right the third one first to cleanse second to acclimate and go it's still very oaky to me yeah it definitely is it wasn't as <sighs> as the first pungent sip. yeah as, as best buy <laughs> yeah. what would you give it i don't know because you're looking at me like you want me to give my score first yeah i'm gonna give it a two i'm with you because i am not buying this for i myself. am not buying it and i'm also not bringing this to a party no However, well i mean actually i would bring it if someone brought it to my house and left it there <laughs> I'd bring it back to their party. <laughs> I heard this is your favorite. However, in Prophecy's defense, if I ever hear in conversation somebody preferring oaky wine, I would absolutely recommend this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. If I so, remember. True. <laughs> I don't remember what I had for breakfast. Very true. Well, All right, whatever. Well, I'll drink it. But yeah, a two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Prophecy, but I will give your other wines a try for sure. And we love the bottle. We love the bottle. Listen, presentation's everything. Anyways. We have questions. Uh, yes. We have questions. We have Harriet Cole this week with Sense and Sensitivity mm. from uexpress.com. We haven't that done her in a little bit. The letter U, Express. All right, should we? Let's should. <laughs> we should. We should. <laughs> this is December 2020. And the title is Best Friend 
tired of lying to hide woman's affair. Oh, wait, how close are they? If you ever get how tired, close are they? If, if you, you ever have ever an affair, get tired of hiding my secrets. Just know I'll kill you. <gasps> whoa, 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 whoa! I'll kill you. Whoa. whoa. Okay, let's let's get some context before we start murdering each other, okay, shall we? Fine. Dear Harriet, my best friend is cheating on her husband and keeps dragging me into her lies. We work together, and I have to cover for her during work and on the weekends. She'll go to lunch with this man, and if her husband calls or stops by, I have to be quick to come up with a lie as to why she isn't in the break room. She will tell him she is out with me, and if he can't reach her, he then calls me, and I have to answer as to why she can't answer her phone or come to the phone when he calls. I want to be there for her and support her, but I can't take the pressure because I don't want to be caught in a lie and then have her mad at me because I can't keep up. It has gotten out of control, and I don't know what else to do to stay out of it. I need some suggestions. Lying best friends. This is kind of funny. This is a lot funny. <laughs> and and let me tell you why. <laughs> because your dedication as the best friend who is hiding this secret goes above and beyond what any other best friend, in my opinion, would do. Like, you're an ultra friend. You're not a best friend. You're an ultra friend. Isn't that the definition of best friends? Well, yes and no. That's the defining factor. Hiding the affair? Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, let me rephrase. Lying for you when you've compromised me to hide your affair. Compromised you in what way? I have to lie for you at work, make up a lie. Not to the boss. It's not like no. your job's on the line. No, or... but like you have to like who, like, for example, I don't want to lie to anybody. Like there's, there's little lies, right? Like, yeah, she totally went to that concert. Like, yeah, her favorite artist, blah, 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 whatever. I like to make you look good to a guy or whatever, which let's face it, you wouldn't date anybody who doesn't listen to your music anyway. That's fair. But there's also like wrapping me in your lies, bringing me in and then asking me to lie for you. Like maybe once or twice in this big grand scheme, like I'm going to lie for you. After that, I'm going to be like, me personally, I'm going to be like, listen, I'm not going to tell on you because you're my best friend, because I'm going to take your secret to the grave with me. But I'm also not going to be your cover because I don't want to have to lie about what I did last night. <laughs> because what if I got laid in a gangbang and I want to tell everybody? And you want to tell everybody? Yeah. Sex positivity, oh. motherfucker. And instead, I'm like, no, I was totally listening to 2006 throwbacks with stephanie with wine on the floor yelling expletives and bad shit <laughs> you know what i mean okay that's yeah. a little bit much that's a lot to expect from a best friend to compromise their own morals to support whatever you're doing there's a lot to expect in my opinion i can get behind that you know what i mean Mm. Like, I wouldn't expect you to break the law for me. I know you will. I was going to say. <laughs> I know you will. Right. But if I had any other best friend in the world, uh, actually, even you, like, I don't expect that to be a thing. But that's, I mean, that's, again, just me. But this is what we do in this podcast. We speak on our own behalves. Right. See, I can absolutely get behind you. Also. Oh, um, not a but, but an and. Also. Ooh. I don't care what lie I have to tell your husband. Yeah, she was on my couch and couldn't answer her phone because 
My toddler had it. All right. You know what I mean? Okay, but here, this introduces another thing in my mind. I am a terrible You fucking are. Liar. You almost put us all in jail. <laughs> because you can't lie. Even, even when you are given a second opportunity to lie. Oh my God. Shall we? Go on. <laughs> Stephanie covered for me. Angry. And right after she covered for me, I incriminated myself. Twice. Listen, guys, let me, pref- let me preface with just because we say drink responsibly at the beginning of these episodes. We don't, Nobody takes don't, their own advice. Don't say, dr- don't go drinking and driving. It's not cool, but we did. We and, were young and dumb. And we're still cool because we're the exception. We were young and dumb. We were young and dumb Had six years ago. pre-game drinks before going to the bar. And didn't realize we were that pre-game. Well, I didn't realize I was that pre-gamed. That's fair. And even after, when we turned around, I was like, I still don't feel that pregame. True. But we hit a roadblock. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm coached this whole time on what to say while we're waiting in line to be roadblocked. <laughs> I don't think I coached you. Oh, I? you did. Did I? Yes, you did. That's I awesome. will admit my faults right here on air. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm... <laughs> I, that makes sense because I know you. I know you know me, and I'm instantly like, yeah, you're and instantly I have a problem with yourself. This goes yeah. back to my kids, my youth, yeah. my kid, you, my kids. My that's youth. why it makes sense to me that I <laughs> was trying to tell you, like, just be normal, <laughs> not normal. Nope. Next be time, just be like, normal. don't be normal. Just <laughs> pretend nothing is. I don't know what I coached you. So you did. You co- it, you coached me. Just be like, you're good. You're good. Everything's fine. Like, you didn't have anything to drink, and we're good. Oh, I'm drunk, but you're not. That's the... Right. That's the idea, but the truth shall set you free. <laughs> um, yeah, so the cop... Yeah, the... Uh, stops you. Stops me. And asks I down the you, uh, you had anything to drink tonight? Mm-hmm. And your response, Biff? Not really. And the cop proceeds to say... Step out of the car, please. No, no, no. you missed a time. Uh, you missed a. Oh, right, right, right. The cop not then really? again says, "Not really," or "No," and Biff. Not really. I fucking, I fucking almost punched him in front of the cop. <laughs> I almost punched. That's him. why she almost went to the jail. Co- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You almost sent us out of jail because then, <sighs> who was gonna bail us out? No best friends left. Yeah. The cop literally was like, not really or no. Like, I guarantee if you would have said no. He would have been like, He would have said, okay, like, go home. So then it was, step out of the car, please. The cop literally, but he said it in a way that was like, you're You're a dumbass. idiot. You're a dumbass. Now you have to get out of the car. Which now this is my job. And you know, like, I don't, like, (laughs) I have a shit memory in a lot of ways. Not when it matters. And this apparently you know, doesn't matter. But like, I remember all of this. So I step out and I think I am doing stellar with my ABCs because I know them backwards when I'm sober. (laughs) Because I'm weird like that. Mm -hmm. Right. And then walking a straight line, he's like, can you walk a straight line? I said, no. He's like, you can't? I was like, with a fucking busted ankle and a busted knee, no, I can't walk a straight uh, line. Yeah. 
That was probably your saving grace. And he's like, no, it wasn't. Oh. It was not. So, of course, I go ahead and I try to walk a straight line. And might I add that he had me do my alphabet backwards while on one foot, which oh. I can't do now. I'm sorry, which I can't do when I'm sober. <laughs> 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 right? So I'm like, okay, great. So, of course, I don't, I don't pass the test. So they come up with the field, the field sobriety test. This is non admissible in court. I said non admissible, non admissible. And I and if I refuse, we take you in. I said okay. So either way, I was fucked yep. in my head. So I was yep. like, why not comply? Point zero one under the legal limit, and for that reason alone, I don't even think I remember that part. Point zero one. Do you know how small that is? Point oh one. That is a hundredth of a percent. <laughs> that means one lick. One lick. One lick. I was and touched the by who the ever Anxiety. fuck is up there. Your body was like tweaking You're not out. Drunk. <laughs> Buddy, go now! Fight, fight, fight! Get this alcohol out! I probably pissed myself right there, right you before. Pissed out that point. That point. Oh. <laughs> and because of that, I don't. Even I remember was released. You being point oh one. Oh, I remember. Cl- I was like, oh, and he's like. <laughs> He literally looked at me. He's like, well, I'll be damned. Like, I thought I met my quota tonight. (laughs) So I was free to go home. And instead of driving the 50 minutes to Boston, we turned around and went home and drank. Did we go to the gay bar? No, we didn't. Oh, we went home. We went home. We were literally at quarter mile from home and we drove a quarter mile back. Oh, I thought we went to the gay bar that night. No, we went home and finished drinking on the floor and said very inappropriate. That was that night? That was that night. Stop. I thought that was when we got home from the bar. This is why I have a, ma- a good memory when it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> that was that night. That was a fantastic story. <sighs> and you're all very welcome for this anecdote. <laughs> you will be finding this on your reel. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Anyways, the point of this story, don't trust him with your secret. I can <laughs> <laughs> when I can't be trusted with my own. <laughs> the guy puts himself in jail, uh, let alone me. <laughs> I put you in jail, not not directly, but by association. Right. right. <laughs> let me just put it that way. It wasn't by my own will. <laughs> it was that my inability to be complicit. <laughs> Two times. You'll never live this If time. that never proves to anybody that i can't fucking lie to save my life literally to literally save, your to life. save my life <laughs> i feel like a deer in headlights i also feel like only liars say i can't lie to save my life <laughs> that's not true really well i mean i'm not like a liar but like <laughs> i have no issues lying for my friends or like you know what i mean but this like saying thing, like I can't like, like to convince somebody because you're genuine like I can't lie to save my life. Like, I would never say that. Yeah, I feel like a liar could though. Maybe like Charles Bundy. Is that his name? Bundy, Charles Bundy, Charles, Charles, 
Charles is right. I don't know why I want to say Ike Bundy, right. but that's not right. <laughs> I know that's not right. I don't know who Ike Ch- Bundy, Bundy is. What? Tom, Charles, Tim, Google. Jones, Israel. Google him while I give my answer. Ted. I didn't even have to Google. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Charles Manson, Ted Bundy. Charles Ma- Oh. Charles Bundy. I think <laughs> you, you've confused your serial killers. Um, you're a true crime shame. So... I'm with you with like it's a, it can be a lot of work. Wait, can like, I be the exception to this? Whatever you're gonna say. <laughs> just based on the story we just told. No, I'm with you, I'm saying. Okay. I'm with you with the part that it's like now it's like a whole job. It's a whole chore for mm-hmm. me to like keep you out of trouble with your husband. I get that. I just don't think for me it's like a big deal. And I know, especially like Marissa, I could call that girl right now and be like, I was with you last Tuesday, right? And she would be like, girl, yeah, when we went to go get pizza and beers and had a fire. You know what I mean? And it Well, now I know what that like, means. Because <laughs> I'd be like, wait, what happened? <laughs> I'd want to have a whole conversation while a cop's right like, behind you. <laughs> Tuesday? <laughs> I was at work. Tuesday, I was probably with you. Let's be real. But Wednesday. <laughs> um. So, yeah, like, I think it's just a matter of, I guess, what you said, morals, maybe. It's not just morals. I think it's, you know. It's like nothing for me to tell your husband, you know, in defense of my friend. Because I'm, I'm going to jail for you. I'll kill your ex for you. Like, that's just my nature. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just kind of a matter of like just our, I don't want to say characters because you're still an amazing friend. And and even if this was something that, you know, if I was having an affair and at some point you finally were like, Beth, like I'm fucking done doing this. Like, well, my problem isn't lying for you. My problem isn't lying for you. My problem is being the lie for you. And that's where it gets a little bit convoluted because I, I do have a life and it's not, it's not necessarily, it's not so much my morals. It's me having to compromise. Like, like I have, I have a life story to tell, but I have to alter it to cover you. You know what I mean? Was that in the Yeah, she's, she's included. She has to cover for her. Like she's saying she's with her. And so when he can't get a hold of her, he calls her phone and she has to come up with something in that moment like why can't you talk to your wife and to me it's like okay i can do that here and there but i can't i can't make that my lifestyle that's a lot to ask of somebody so i guess my question is what makes you feel like that's like now you have to change the way you're living to lie for her because i didn't get that i don't have to i don't have to change the the way that i'm living i have to change the narrative of my life like how i tell a story because if i tell it wrong to the wrong person Oh, you did that Tuesday? I thought Tuesday you were with Stephanie. I thought you and Stephanie went to the mall. Now you're telling me you were getting a manicure and getting ridiculed by the women who were filing your nails. <laughs> I think you're way far ahead. Well, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm just, I'm thinking in the long run, like, you know how you and I say sometimes enough is enough or I'm going to get to the point where I can't take anymore and that'll be it. Mm-hmm. I think that that's what this person's getting to is they've like, yeah, I'll happily cover for you. Yes, yes, yes. And now like I'm being taken advantage of and I'm like, I literally need to stop what I'm doing to answer the phone so that you don't get caught cheating. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And that's a lot to ask of somebody, you know, like if somebody's husband's calling me knowing what I know, mm -hmm. then I know they're looking for you. <laughs> and if I don't answer the phone, I would just not answer and then I would shoot you never, a text. I would just and just answer. text you and say, Bobby's calling me. Yeah. Yeah. I would just not. So maybe I don't have to lie for you. Oh, even better. Even better. I just have. Cheers. And this is what best friendship is all about. <laughs> and let's see what Harriet says. That's right. Dear lying best friends, pump the brakes. Pump Take, the brakes. Pump, pump it up. <laughs> Take your best friend aside and tell her that her time is up. You cannot participate in her lie anymore. You love her, but you have had enough. Tell her that because you love her, you recognize that she has to get herself together. Right now, she is out of control and reckless. Describe to her what you just wrote to me. It sounds crazy and is destined for disaster. Plus, you don't want to participate in a lie. Suggest that she handle her business. It is time for her to choose which man she wants to be with. Even if she isn't ready to make that choice, make it clear to her that you no longer can lie for her. You know what we didn't do? What? Give advice. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we got caught up telling cop stories. Cop stories, but like also what we would do as friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but we didn't like, take into consideration that we're not that person who wrote this question. <laughs> we're being us. I think we still gave roundabout advice. Yeah. Well, inferred, implied. Yeah. Implied, yeah. Yeah. So listen to us or don't. <laughs> you either are this friend or you're not. Right. Or you not. Or you don't, you're not. You don't have to lie. You just have to cover. Don't answer his calls. Ethically? I'm with you. I would tell my friend in a roundabout way. But also the other side of me that tears me out of my skin, the friend part. Mm. Like, I don't have to lie. I just have to cover. And that means don't answer the phone. Text this bitch like, your right. man's calling me. I'm not answering. You got to take care of this. Right. Which I guess is the same thing. Next. Okay. This one is from August 10th also 2020 the title of this one toxic ex-boyfriend wants to become friends fuck no maybe don't you look at me like that maybe fuck no some of my most toxic ex-boyfriends were the best lace <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make you friends true that does not make you friends friends with benefits no dear Harriet. <laughs> Harriet. <laughs> I just got out of a relationship not too long ago that I believe was toxic for both of us. We took our time apart, but he has appeared again in my life asking to start over and be friends. He says that he is different. Oh, bye. Mm -hmm. And he wants me to get to know the quote unquote new him. However, I'm not sure what to do. Should we be friends and see if there is a relationship for us in the future? Or should I just leave it alone and move on and continue healing? I need some help. A girl on the rise. Should be a girl on the run. Girl on the run. Is that the band on the run? Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend who used to think that that song said, Fag on the run. <laughs> 
so every time we see each other, we sing that to each other. That's awesome. That's terrible, isn't it? It's terrible. Yep, it's great. And she's like, when I realized that that wasn't the song, I was like, you really thought they let you say that on the radio? Who? She was like, I don't fucking <laughs> That wasn't my question. She my t- question is, why are they saying fag on the run? Dutch. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, BF? I'm sorry, can you repeat her question? Should we be friends and see if there is a relationship for us in the future? Or should I just leave it alone and move on and continue healing? I need some help. My thoughts? Cheers. There is one part of what you said that isn't fair, but also is fair. Continue. I am here to confuse you. Thank Thank you. you for coming to my TED Talk. When you said that I believe was toxic for the both of us, Mm-hmm. was not a fair statement. But in saying that, I am going to inf- I'm going to assume that you felt that this relationship was toxic for you. So let's not talk. Why is that not a fair statement? Because we can't speak on his behalf. Apparently it wasn't toxic enough for him. But it was toxic for you. And that's fair. You if you so feel it's toxic. If it's like we're fighting every second, we're, you know what I mean, doing that type of thing. I think it's a little bit fair to say it's toxic for both of us. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. I'm thinking more of like, you know, trying to assess someone else's tolerance. You know oh, I mean? tolerance. Yeah. Like, oh, you've had enough. Like, this is toxic for you. Uh, you know what I mean? So I think I like your approach <laughs> better because mine's very analytical. And yours is feeling. Sounds about and right. We're for learning. Us. We are learning that we to need feel. to fucking feel, and right? Not think. Fuck. Just walk around being life. penises. Thank you, Rachel. We just need to be penises. For making us vaginas. Oh, wait. We're, we penises. have to be penis. Thank you for making us penises. We need to think with our feelings and not with no, our feelings. <laughs> <laughs> is it a yes or is it a no? It's a total whiskey <laughs> duck. <laughs> So oh, uh, this is great. This is great. Okay, so, so given let me, our new let me. <laughs> our new perception in life. <laughs> Bev, your response? My response is still the same. <laughs> you felt like this was toxic for you. And and this is actually where I was going was like you need to do what feels good for you, not what your head is telling you. You need to do what feels good for you. You felt I'm sorry, you believe that this was toxic for you, but what did you feel? Did you feel this was toxic for you? If you felt, if you are describing this as something that was toxic for you, that mindset isn't going to go away unless you make total peace with it until you can make, you know, until you can make good with your history together. But to still describe it as toxic, to say that you wouldn't break up that long ago, it's still fresh in a way, in my opinion. And I, I think that you're not going to be able to approach it from a neutral standpoint while you're still feeling it that way. Still feeling it as toxic? As toxic. Okay. And in the future, maybe. But just from the way that it's written, I feel like right now to even consider that might be too soon. So To maybe, consider getting back. To consider being, being a friend. Friends. Yeah, might okay. be a little bit too soon. It's... You know, for him saying, like, I'm different now, I'm this, like, it gives me the sense that he has the motive to, like, win you back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He, his, his 
whatever different is for him is like, to get her back by saying let's be friends right. but really he's like let's be friends so then you tear down your boundaries and we're right back to our toxic patterns yeah and as we've learned recently like if you're okay with that then by all means go for it if you want to bring your boundaries up and down and then that works for you then come and go with him but if you're describing this and you're feeling this in a way that it's like it's a very solid feeling within you don't open that can of worms not yet let some time pass by and then if you want to further an an amicable relationship with this man then i say do it but if you continue feeling this way i think you're setting yourself up for another breakup for another breakup or disappointment or worse toxic relationships are so addicting well they're so (laughs) addicting there can we cheers to that (laughs) they're so addicting but it's not just that they evolve beyond toxicity sometimes a lot of times from what i'm familiar with from just verbal mental gaslighting psychological abuse and sometimes they get a little bit more than that Mm. you know i'm not saying that this is where this is going i don't know what the stats are on that so i can't say anything with confidence but i've seen these relationships get further it's to me it's almost as if the the other person gets so comfortable being toxic that they justify like oh if i went this far (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean um i don't know if i'm allowed to laugh about that but but i i think you need to do what feels good for you and and by asking this question i almost feel like you're trying to look for someone to tell you that you should be okay with it that's exactly what i was thinking just the fact that you're questioning Mm -hmm. even though you're saying you know it was pretty toxic relationship i don't know if i should be friend like that means yes you want to Mm -hmm. you just like you just said you want that confirmation you want the one person Mm -hmm. to say like girl just go ahead maybe he did change you want permission almost that's why yeah but you gotta go with what feels good to you but that's probably what is feeling good. She does want to be back with him. And she just is worried about people being like, girl, he was such a jerk or girl, you guys, all you did was fight or he didn't, he was controlling or you guys were so possessive or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she just wants that one yeah. confirmation bias. Yeah. I think so she's where if my opinion, obviously, I do not know this writer. But my opinion is that she is wanting to be back with him. Yeah. Just from, because otherwise you're not asking this question. Right. You're saying, no, this was toxic. This is no good. No. Yeah. I'm all set. I'm all done. I wish you the best and that's it. Feels right to you. So if you're asking just blindly without that feeling, in my opinion, if you're asking like in that way that you're still describing it as toxic, then. I don't think it's a good idea right now. Like I said earlier, like give it some time, especially if it's fresh, give it some time because you know, his motive is to get together and not to be with friends, not to be friends. Mm. Or I mean, do you have to be a rocket scientist? Said, to get Yeah. That? We're assuming we're assuming, right? Yeah. But it's also okay if you decide that like, yeah, all right, let's do this. And let's give this another shot, but just know that your boundaries are flexible. You, and 
maybe maybe the writer is actually coming from the perspective of like i would like to just be friends mm-hmm. with him is that okay yeah well yeah i think that's where i'm coming at where it's just like he, I might, he wants more he, than that right i was gonna say he wants more than that and you can kind of infer and we're assuming yeah by saying because men have changed get right. to know the new me mm-hmm. it takes years and years and years of change to change yeah so if you guys broke up two three months ago and he's telling you oh, i'm different now i've changed that's a fucking crock of shit i wish i could combat that because i don't want to believe that it takes but knowing us us the two of us people you don't wake up and big brown couch change. right now like that took us too long you don't just you know what I mean. You don't change in a month, two months, no. three months. So you can make an effort in a month, two months, three months. Absolutely. You can show little progress, but you're also going to show a little bit of backstepping. You know. We, I'm just saying, my if you're thinking, okay, it'll be fine to be friends with him again because maybe he has changed. Mm-hmm. No. 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 That that requires work. It's work. Is it's, he actively doing the work? Yeah here's what it comes down to at the end of the day my opinion if you have any doubts any doubts at all if it is not a resounding yes it's a fuck no it's a fuck no let's see what please and thank you dear a girl on the rise trust your gut yes you say that you quote just got out of a relationship end quote and that it was quote toxic end quote it probably took a lot for you to be able to extricate yourself from this relationship i suggest that you stay the course and build your life independent of your ex you can congratulate him on turning his life around and wish him well even if he has had an aha moment and is committed to being a better man he needs time to practice that Encourage him to live his life as you live yours. Don't go backwards. Stay on the rise. Yes. Was that it? Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And I think we're in agreement. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I wish we had considered, and, and Harriet did put that in there, the effort it took to extricate herself from that relationship. Like, think, we said it at the beginning, toxic relationships are addictive. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand that. I won't. Well, they're addicting to other, if we're unhealthy ourselves. Oh, great. <laughs> Normal. People. I thought this was for everyone. Normal, I say with quotes. Uh-huh. If they're being mistreated or they're not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If there's like issues that are toxic, not just everyday relationship issues, they leave. It's tied to self value. It's, it's, I have my own healing and growing to do. Right. And so our two wrongs are making a tornado. And we're we're each receiving things from our what's the word I'm looking for? Dysfunction. We're both we're both receiving something from each other's or our own dysfunction. Hmm. I see that. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so addictive. I guess I'm not quote. Normal. Normal. (laughs) (laughs) On paper, you are. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here now. 
I'm just I know that's only because I blew point one under the legal limit. <laughs> uh, uh, can we just go to the next one, normal, a friend? Did you call me normaler? I said normal, a uh, friend, because I was going to say normal bestie. Oh, I, I stumbled you, over my words, oh, but normal, a friend. Normal, a friend. And I was like, I am not the normaler of the two. If I ever call you the er of anything, it's because it's an Your exaggeration. <laughs> Oh, Biff, this one is for you. Oh, I love being for me. December 19th. Oh, I think that's my dad's birthday. December, yeah, no, yes. December yes, 19th. It is. It's also Alyssa Milano's birthday. Fuck that bitch. That's right. Mm. <laughs> Mother concerned, son will be confused by gay father. Oh, she's a Trump supporter? <laughs> <laughs> Did I go too far? <laughs> Never. Dear Harriet, my husband and I were married for only a few years before he finally told me the truth. He's gay. We divorced quickly as he already had a boyfriend. Oh. They moved in together and started a life. My ex and I share custody of our son who is just starting school. This situation is all new to me and I am worried about my son being with his father and his boyfriend. I don't want my son thinking that he is supposed to like men like his dad. I don't want to be insensitive, but it is a real concern of mine. I will love my son no matter what, but I just don't want his young mind to be confused. Any pointers on how to explain to my son that all people are different? Explaining love. Go ahead, please. That face. Get the fuck (laughs) off your high horse, you bigot. It is not about teaching your son what is normal, what is left, what is right. It is literally telling your son to be authentic. There, There isn't teaching what is normal. You can apply that in so many different ways to see historically that teaching what is, quote, normal doesn't work. I know I'm reaching, but let's talk Dahmer. Let's talk Bundy you know, Charles, not Ted. Let's talk every, like, there isn't that. This is genetics you're talking about. And this is, and I will fight someone tooth and nail on that because I need proof otherwise. What it really comes down to is you're uncomfortable with your ex-husband and his boyfriend. I'm not saying that him cheating on you was right, but. It doesn't even sound like he cheated. Well, he already had a boyfriend when they divorced. Like they divorced quickly because he already had a boyfriend. Like, oh, well, yeah. Okay. But, you know, I'm not saying the way that he went about it is necessarily right. Like we do what we do, what's right for us in that moment. You know, ethical right is a whole other story. Yeah. I'm just, no, yeah. Trying to be a nice human, I suppose. (laughs) But to say that there's going to be some sort of an influence, like, The choice he made was to try to be with a woman. That's the choice he made. Mm -hmm. He didn't make the choice to be gay. That's different. And that's a whole other story. That is conforming to societal norms and standards. And I am so happy that in 2023, at least in Massachusetts, that I am free to be who I am. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine being in Texas. I can't imagine being in Florida where I have to conceal my identity for the sake of some sort of political or social neutrality. Like I can't, 
I can't, I am, I am thrilled I am here. Mm-hmm. Your child is who they are going to be now. They're going to mature, they're going to grow up. But who they are genetically is who they're going to be forever. That's the end of it. And even if they are straight, quote unquote, straight, and get married to a woman, who's to say she won't convince him because he loves her so much to do some gay acts? <laughs> Let's get real. I I want to be sympathetic to the reader because I know writer. the position. I'm sorry, to the writer. You're right. Because I know the kind of position I put my son's mother in when I came out. But I also want there to be an understanding that right or wrong, the way that he approached this and the way that he did this, it's not a personal attack. It's not a personal vendetta. This person, yeah, they put you through hell and they broke your heart. And I'm so sorry about that. They have been breaking their own hearts for their entire lives. I'm not justifying it, but their happiness doesn't mean that you have to shield them, your child from that. It doesn't. Your child is already who they're going to be. Straight, gay, pan, A. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's that's my feelings toward it. I think you need to stay, take a step back and really evaluate if this is about your husband or about you. Because if it's about, well, actually that can go in so many ways now that I think about it. But if it's about your husband, then you're doing it wrong. If it's about you, find out why you're having these insecurities. Is it because you, you know, don't believe in homosexuality and et cetera, which I respect that you don't believe in it, right? I'm going to respect your belief. I'm not going to respect your action. That's different to me. What action? Just like the gay is not right. You you don't need to spend time with your dad if that's your belief. Or like going out and protesting a gay pride parade or like. The concern is just the influence her young child might see. I'm I think I'm going to play devil's advocate only from the perspective of a mom who's not who's not fully, um, I don't even know the word to use. Um, a lot of, help me de- describe this. Uh, um, I don't know. Sexualities, <laughs> titles, preferences, mm-hmm. these types of things. Um, a lot of them are new to me. Mm-hmm. A lot of them I don't fully understand. So because of that, I feel like I can a little bit see where the mom may be concerned. Mm-hmm that it could be confusing. Only because even, you know, someone in my family, when they were younger, they said, you know, I'm, I think it was pansexual or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they later changed and, you know, now they're straight or, you know, they they wanted to be referred to as they, them. And then as they got a little bit older, it went back to she. And, mm-hmm. you know, so there was, just kind of well was, i'm not gonna speak for them it I was i don't it know was if they nuanced were, for you it was we just were like like huh w- yeah yeah like yeah. we're we're trying to keep up we're you and know. you're still kind of with with this specific individual just for context like they're a young person still discovering who they are too yeah still to this day yes yeah but it it felt very much like for this specific situation with you know this person that i know it was like, 
they even had mentioned like, oh, you know, I saw someone on TikTok and, you know, they shaved their head and wanted to be referred to as they them. And I just thought they were so beautiful and like, I really loved them. And like, mm-hmm. so it was almost like, I want to be like them. So mm-hmm. I want to be they them. So, sure. right. So that they were influenced, mm-hmm. you know, so me being not fully, I was raised literally quoting my dad men are men women are women Mm -hmm. you know i mean that's how i grew up that's how i was raised so a lot of these gender roles right right so a lot of this isn't new new to you assholes no (laughs) um so for me i'm just like uh i want to be supportive i want to be loving also i'm confused Mm -hmm. you know so so i i can i feel like i can relate a little bit a little bit to the mom i think um she was a little bit dramatic okay to an extent but i can just relate the concern can can this be something influential if my child who's young goes to public school mm-hmm. and you know there's people who are saying you know i want to be they them and i'm pansexual and Mm-hmm. You know, and then my child says, like, oh, wow, that sounds really cool. Like, I want to do that, mm-hmm. too. And then, you know, later they discover, no, that's that's not, you know, I'm whatever. Mm-hmm. So just from me not being fully understanding of a lot of these things, I I can relate to that extent. Where is that something that could be influential? The, you actually do raise a really good point. And I'm not going to shut it down. I'm just going to defer it. And the reason is, is because we are exposed third party to so many different things, whether it's on the internet or in school that like, I can't, I can't any more than you can control what my child's going to be exposed to on the outside. So let me talk about the things that we can control. Mm -hmm. And that's what we expose our children to. We see You said it yourself. Your dad always said men are men, women are women. Mm -hmm. The gender roles that you were raised with are the gender roles that you know. That exposure is what normalizes it, quote, right? Mm -hmm. Normalizes it for us. Mm -hmm. If you make it an issue, there's going to be an issue. Same as if a parent puts their child in the middle of another dispute with a parent, regardless of what it is, that translates. And I was victim to that. Mm-hmm. you know, it translates that child is going to see it from that perspective. They're going to see it from mm-hmm. that way. Whatever light you paint your ex in, regardless of sexuality in any light period, is the light that your child is going to see that other person in. You're if so you're right. the primary caretaker. Yeah, you're so right. You know what I mean? So that's up to you. It's like you. swearing, or if your child says right. a swear. Yes, that's ex- mm-hmm. that's a perfect example. Yep. Except you're me, it, unless you're me and my mother. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's but a yeah, perfect example. Yeah, if you example. make it, yeah. If you make it, you're some, super if you make right. it if an issue, if that's her, when it's an issue. Yeah, you you're know? absolutely right. And we do, we take a lot from our parents. And there are a lot of things from my mom that I'm like, you know, as the primary caregiver, that I'm like, I'm very glad I got that from her. I'm a stubborn bitch because my mom said it's okay. True that. And that has saved me on many occasions. Mm-hmm. My mother didn't teach me how to lie. 
Clearly. So I'm going to have to get to that. <laughs> I'm going to have to have a serious conversation <laughs> with Greta. But. No, yeah. I, yeah, I think that is like. Yeah, it's not an influence. He's it's, going to grow up thinking it's okay to be gay. Right. Feeling it's okay to be gay. Something but not feeling like now I have to, or I'm supposed to also be gay right. because my dad is. Right. Oh. You know what you should be worried about? If I was worried about anything in this situation, I would be worried about whether or not my son was exposed to the conversation that my husband cheated on me. Mm-hmm. That's what I would be worried mm-hmm. about. I would not be worried about that. Or if I'm making my son feel like he has to be cautious around his dad or he's not allowed to love his dad. Or that he feels loved by both his parents or not. Or that he's loved by his dad even though he doesn't live with him anymore. That's what I'd be worried about. Mm. Not whether or not my son might turn out gay because his dad's gay. Okay, well, what happens if the dad's concerned and he goes to court is that my son might turn straight because his mom's straight. Yeah. Find ground in either of those. Yeah. There isn't. Yeah. Let your son be who he's going to be when he grows older or as he continues to grow up. Yeah. He's going to get influenced by the internet. Yeah. We have potential to fuck him up by our reactions and responses to our fears. Just like they have as much potential to fuck themselves up by their own responses and their own fears. Yeah. You know, and those fears translate. Let me put that out there. Psychologically speaking, if you make your fears their fears... Mm-hmm. they're going to mm-hmm. carry them mm-hmm. you know what i mean so my advice is you don't need help you just need to let go and maybe if if you're okay with with gay people and the lgbtq lgbtq community then maybe let go of your grudge against your ex-husband work on that i'm not saying it's as easy as just letting it go but maybe work on that because that's translating into whether or not you want your son to spend time with his gay dad. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'm done being drunk. You want to read the <laughs> answer? I wish I was drunk. I just keep sipping this. Plus, I'm, <laughs> Me too. I'm, I'm, I've lost a lot of weight. Keep going. Dear Explaining Love, good question. Love comes in many forms, and you can talk to your son about that. You can describe the love between friends and family members. Describe how treating people kindly and respectfully is a demonstration of love. Tell them that some people who love each other choose to spend their lives together as a couple. While your son is young, that may be enough. He sees that your ex and his partner love each other. You can point out other couples who love each other. Do not cast judgment on anyone. Instead, talk about the power of love to bring joy and healing to people's lives. But truly, for a young child, it's enough to talk about love and respect without describing romance. When your son starts asking questions, you will get a sense of what he wants to know more about. You and your ex should talk about how you discuss being welcoming of his union. Children learn by what they see. Your son, hopefully, will witness loving relationships. When it is his turn to explore romance, love should be what inspires him. And his orientation will not be something he learned from his father. Beautifully. Yep. Beautifully written. I like it. Beautifully, beautifully written. Yeah. I love every part of that answer. Yep. Way to go, Harriet Cole. Absolutely. One more? Go ahead. 
Why not? Ex-boyfriend bringing new woman to apartment. Cut him. Cut him. Just based on the title alone. I hope he falls into a pile of spikes. July 6th, 2020. Mm. Dear Harriet, I broke up with my boyfriend about six months ago, but he still lives in my apartment. He lives in your apartment? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds crazy, but I needed a roommate to split the rent with me. Thank you for validating when our feelings. When we broke up, it just seemed easier for him to stay, at least for a while. Last weekend, while I was sitting in the courtyard of my building, enjoying a socially distanced gathering with my neighbors, this was in 2020, I saw him approach <laughs> our building with another woman. It freaked me out. This isn't the first time he's brought a woman to the apartment. He's even had a few of them spend the night. I realize that we aren't a couple anymore, but I think it is so disrespectful for him to do that. I don't know what to do. This is my apartment that I own. I suppose I should ask him to leave, but I do need the financial help. What should I do? Mad at the X. Biff? Your name is Mad at the X. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're mad at, which part of that you're mad at, but I think maybe like look for a new roommate. Because Mm. this is like, there's a fine line here. You know, what what you consider disrespectful is not him considering disrespectful. Maybe he's expecting that you're going to bring somebody home. He's paying rent. Maybe he's trying to make you jealous so you'll be back with him. Maybe, but also maybe he, I mean, like he's paying rent. He has a right to do what he wants to do in that respect in certain ways, you know? Ish. Yes and no. Ish. Right. Ish. Right. I, I have mixed feelings of that myself. Yeah. Having been a roommate. But your certain situation, you guys broke up and you needed the financial help. Maybe the deal should have been like, you know, like stick around until I find somebody or or maybe just like I'll hunker down until I find somebody else to take over your lease type of situation. But it doesn't seem like was there no conversation of like... <laughs> I don't even know how I glazed over that. You know? Yeah. Like... Like what's respectful to each other? Can we like be respectful cool to each other? Are you if I bring someone home? Like how does that work? Right, what because does that what's respectful like? to you is right. not disrespectful to me. Right, also so I'm let's paying rent. Talk. I'm living here. I'm right. paying to live here. Let's if I want to bring someone home, I'm entitled to do that. However. Right. I'm just thinking about like when I had gay roommates in my house and I was just like, my one rule was like no randos. And I'm like cringing a little bit at that, listening to this and having my opinion on it. But I'm also like thinking to myself, like my big contingency on that was because my son sleeps here. Yeah. And I don't, like, if you don't know these people, I sure as hell don't know these people. Yeah. You know, I I don't know, maybe I'm being a hypocrite, but like. No, I never, I always agreed with you. Like I, I have a child who sleeps here. Right. You know, he doesn't live with you. So it's not like. It was constant, right. but he was there on weekends and yeah. on all of your days. So I'm, I don't, I think that is a little bit different. Okay, okay, thank you for validating my feelings. Yeah, I never saw you as like 
you don't get to tell us who or who can't come here. You know what I mean? Yeah, because apparently they had they found boyfriends, so I know they came over. Yeah. It's a gay community. We all know each other. <laughs> we all know each other sometimes. Not when you're trying to hook us up, but <laughs> But yeah, there wasn't a conversation. No, that's what I like. How did you not have that? Or there wasn't like a like a ground rules or like, like a I'm going out tonight. You know, be cool if I have company or you know, right? But also, I, you I know feel what? like any ex I ever have, past, present, future, Get are the going fuck to know. Out. Not to bring a fucking new They're woman gonna into my to home. They're the going to know that that's not cool. That's not kosher. Cops will be called that night that you show up with a new fucking woman to my apartment. I'm going to say something a little bit offensive. You Great. may have had sensible exes. <laughs> that's the offensive part. Because there are people out there who don't have that acumen to to understand or to to be able to estimate or what's the word i'm looking for like maybe read the room to say like what's My uncomfortable for you or not if you're not aware of that i don't know you I, can't confidently tell me any single one of your exes either they would or wouldn't care <laughs> can we redo this <laughs> i'm not saying names but there's one that I think would have again would have what would have like pushed that envelope. Wouldn't have asked about it. But would they have been aware of your reaction to that? Is the question. Any man who's ever been with me, known me, talked to me, knows he's he's a dead man if he shows up to my door with a whether we're together or not together. He's just aware. He just knows if I'm out drunk. And I take this girl back home with me. We're all dead. We're just all dead. Any man in my I, life knows I'm this. My brothers say, can tell my exes, if you bring a bitch home, right. <laughs> my sister's killing all of you. Right. You know what I mean? Are you not aware of that? Like, that's my question. You've had, And it's a very good question. My hand out like this for a little bit. Actual relationships that you're not aware of if you brought a man home. That this ex particular would kill you or not kill you? Me. And or personally, were they aware of you and your stance on that? I've no. Yeah, no, I can't. I I think I was coming for like I wouldn't be surprised if it happened in one particular circumstance. But no, I can't say that I I know that. No. Um it's also hard for me to kind of separate as the boyfriend who is moving out because Yes, I wanted to, but no, I didn't out of respect. But I can't say that I considered what their reaction would be. I, I considered their feelings, but not their reaction. Is that not one and the same? No, no. People don't always act on their emotions. And the people that do are usually the ones that are titled not normal. <laughs> but not everyone acts on their emotions. But I mean, I, I no, also yeah, need to say right, I didn't it's... bring anybody in. Like, I didn't cross that line either. So I can't say that, to your point. I do think that I've dated people without the acumen to be able, like, they, they weren't able to anticipate my feelings. But, like, it, it also hasn't happened, for the record. 
so yeah like i i i can't come with anything that comes to that defense and and not to defend anybody who who does this but like if you break up with them the thought is like first of all everything is a rebound romance when you're living with your ex can i just put that out there yeah because the second i'm out with a man no matter if he's like the man of my dreams the second he says like oh by the way my roommate's my ex everything is a rebound romance okay well we're done now. we're done yesterday yeah okay we're on the same page thank you yeah everything is a rebound romance when you're living with your ex but i guess that like the thought is if you're listening to someone's words right and you have no other you have no space for anything other than literal you know Mm -hmm. those people yeah right and i'm not defending them again you're done with me fine you're done with me okay that means i can date other people which also speaks to the level of commitment they had for you and respect what and respect yeah 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 yeah. for sure it's disrespectful Uh, i i 100 percent agree with you i'm not i am not disagreeing your ex ain't me i'm not disagreeing you would have been dead a long time ago but you have tenants rights (laughs) no you don't not if it's my fucking apartment (laughs) legally you have tenants rights no (laughs) if that's my apartment i own it my name's on it honestly i think the real the right approach would have been like we're not together anymore and you need to move out but i also understand that that's not always ideal. I think ideal. that should have been a discussion. It should have. I agree with you 100%. That should have been a... It should have been like... I, I Honestly, that would have been at the forefront of my mind. Like, sure, I can continue living here to help like, you out financially. If you want to like, live here, like, go ahead. But, like, we're not bringing financially. people home. Right. But where is... Right. Are we good here or are we not? Because right. if not, then I need to consider a different living arrangement. That's it. Also, what if it's a case of, yeah, sure, go ahead, bring who you want. I'll bring who I want home. And then it happens. And then it's like, whoop, just kidding. Thought I was okay with it, but now I'm not. You have to live up to what you say, but that doesn't mean what you say isn't flexible. That's a conversation. Right. Right. I thought I was okay with it. Like, I can't, I really can't handle it. But also, we're both going to be homeless. She did mention. I don't know if I can financially hack it. So now it's like. <laughs> well, see, so now we're talking. Now I'm thinking about 2020 and COVID, and I'm like, okay, she might have a hard time finding somebody to fucking take over the lease. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But in, in real day, like, she'll find someone. You know, she'll have a hard time hacking it, whatever. But if that's your biggest concern, if you're, if you're, desire to have this place and fear for not having it if that makes sense is your bigger concern then that's that needs to come to the forefront you're gonna fight tooth and nail about what you're feeling and and him bringing somebody home right but maybe you need to out you need to kind of figure out which one has more importance to you this is my apartment that i own i suppose i should ask him to leave but I do need the financial help. So it really is like... Post an ad, give him 60 is, days notice. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to find somebody that'll take over and help with that. 
Unless it's a one bedroom. You need to sit down and say, <laughs> look, whether or not we had a conversation prior to this, I'm not, it, it's not working for me now. Mm-hmm. However, yep. it's going to be a real struggle, you know? Mm-hmm. Is this something, is there a way we can figure this out? I work Tuesday nights. Maybe we can agree, you know? Yep. Maybe we both can benefit, you know? Yeah. Maybe Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I won't be here, or I'll be, I'll go to bed early, or whatever. Is there a way to make it work or no? Is there a compromise For me, or no? right. For me personally, fuck no. I dare you bring a bitch into my apartment. Oh. I double dog dare you. <laughs> Here, let me try to lie. I'm totally cool with it. Right. Can no. I, bring whoever the fuck I am my best friend's best friend. Like, <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> oh, bad memories. Let's keep going. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I lived with an ex because he needed a place to go. And I felt like I have the means. I'm a good human. And he had somebody over when I wasn't home when I made it very clear. Like, if I don't know them, they don't come here. You need a place to go. Fine. Here is. But that was different. We weren't already living together. We weren't living together. Yeah, but I found out on my own. I wasn't told. Which matters to me. She found out on her own also. Because she's fucking, she saw them. Well, yeah, she was home. She saw them. <laughs> she was home. She was like, oh, there's that fucking hussy eating my fucking cheddar. <laughs> I don't know. It was the first thing that came to mind. From under cheese. No. Cheddar? That's feta. I'm <laughs> no, cheddar. Listen, <sighs> if a guy brings me home, I want charcuterie. Otherwise, you ain't worth my time. Pepperoni and sausage. Did you hear this, Colin? Pepperoni and sausage. How many times have I said that that is my ideal dinner? Has he still not made you charcuterie oh, for dinner? Oh, he knows better. He, of course he has. Oh, I'm like, well, then But what? only when we first started dating. Now we're like an old married couple. And we're like, what do you want? I'll cook dinner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my advice is... Sit down and have the conversation. I think you're right. Whether it doesn't, it doesn't even matter if you guys did have a previous conversation and you thought you were cool with it and now you're not. Either way, it doesn't feel good. Mm-mm. So you have to have the chat. Look, I thought I was cool with it. Turns out I'm not. However, I'm going to be homeless and or it's going to be really sucky or maybe you can not bring them back here for a month while i try to arrange for your replacement right yeah the one thing i do want to say here is take care of you first and by that i mean like and i'm only speaking because of me i was saying don't make yourself homeless or don't make yourself crazy because this is a very (laughs) no no actually neither of those do not do not base your decision on whether or not he's gonna be okay you need to do what's good for you first. Mm. Number one first. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what his financial situation is. Can he afford an apartment on his own? Can he find roommates? Does he have friends? Like, right. here's your 60, 30, 90, six month notice. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. That kind of deal. If it comes down to that. Sorry, I had to say that because, of course, I would consider that because I like yeah, to punish in, myself for other people's situations. <laughs> We're in agreement that it's wicked disrespectful of yes. him. Yes, I think it's disrespectful. Is it wrong? I don't know. 
disrespectful absolutely for sure answer dude yesterday okay dear mana x i'm so sorry you had to experience that even though you and your ex are no longer a couple clearly you have lingering feelings either for him or at least for the memory of what you had i'm curious as to why you decided he could stay with you after the breakup you speak of the money and that's understandable on a certain level but you must know that you can get another roommate consider the deeper issue you may not be ready to let this man go you have to face that and come to terms with what you want and deserve invite him to find a new place to live give him a deadline for moving out and look for a new roommate so that you can make a smooth transition if you're not ready to do that establish rules since it is your house request that he not bring guests to your home he won't like that and it may prompt him to move out on his own tell him that it hurts your feelings when he brings his dates to your home admit that you thought it would work for him to remain your roommate but you realize that it just won't i think everything we said was covered in that tiny little paragraph (laughs) (laughs) fair enough Thank you, Harriet Cole. Yeah, she's so great. That was great. She, yeah. Yeah, thanks for signing with us. <laughs> All of them. No, these are, these were great questions. I don't have any objections to that response at all. Yeah, I don't think we've had objections to any of her responses. No, at all. Yeah. That's all we have for everyone today. Unless that's all we have for everyone. That's all. That's all. I think to sum up this episode, just kill him. (laughs) You don't need no mans. Bye. Yeah, I don't know if they heard that head shake. They saw it. They saw it. Great, we're not. Okay, yes, we're posting this. That's it. That's all. That's all we have. (laughs) We have nothing else for you. You've exhausted us. You, we're shooting blanks. We've exhausted you. That's what Biff meant to (laughs) say. That's a true story. (laughs) Send us your questions, your comments, and all your concerns to illadvisedthepodcast@gmail.com, or you can catch up on all of our episodes at illadvisedthepodcast.com. Also on social media: Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at illadvisedthepodcast. You're beautiful, you're wonderful, your ex can't live with you. Cut him. And you're gay and it's okay. And thank you for listening. You've been ill-advised.